Moncrief on News Talk. Uh, now, there are many ways to protect human longevity. Most of it is the stuff you'd expect diet, not smoking, exercise. But the number of quality friends you have is also a key factor. So, why is that? Robin Dunbar is an anthropologist and evolutionary psychologist in Oxford and the author of Friends Understanding the Power of Our Most Important Relationships. Good afternoon, Robin. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, I suppose people might assume, or, or would they be unreasonable to assume, that the reason why we have friends is uh, it's historically a kind of a survival mechanism? Oh, that's true, In uh, of course. Um, in, the, in the kind of deep past, um, you probably didn't get on uh, uh, coping with the uh, difficulties of surviving and reproducing at all if you didn't if you weren't surrounded by friends and outside your immediate friends by a sort of community because we all depend on the existence of that community for you know uh, coping with uh, predators out there the lions and the leopards on on the open plains and mm-hmm. what have you and also of course at the end of the day um you know friends provide you with emotional support so you know that becomes important too and so in what way then does it contribute or how is it such a key indicator of longevity um well that comes from a huge amount of uh studies that have been done over the last well maybe only 15 years 10 or 15 years um all certainly all over sort of europe and uh north america but other places too which show that the best predictor of your mental health and well-being, as well as your physical health and well-being, but also how long you're likely to live into the future, um, is simply the number and quality of close friendships that you've got. Um, And that's just just say that it it doesn't make a difference if you have 100 friends. That's actually quite, quite, quite disadvantageous. But there appears to be an optimal number at about five. But if you have about five, you tend to do better on these things. Mm. Of course, you know, it's not it's not uh, certainty by any means because all sorts of other accidents and what have you can can happen to one. But in in general, um, you know, and on average, you certainly live longer and um, you know are happier, more contented, depressed less often, yeah. get physically ill less often. If you have about five friends um, and you do better than if you've if you've got sort of only one or two friends. Now, people listening might say, well, I'm, I'm fine then. I know dozens of people down the pub who I might see on a Friday night and we talk about football and, you know, we swap inanities with each other. It, I assume the quality of the friendships is a key factor also. Yes, it is. I mean, it, 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 it's all very well having... Uh, uh, five, let's say five friends down the pub on a Friday night. Um, but actually, if if um, you don't build and have a good relationship with them, um, uh, it's not going to work. You know, it, it's uh, you might as well just have five enemies surrounding down, down the pub for all the difference it makes. It's really the quality of the friendships that that count, and you know how we build friendships. You know, is a lot of conversation good conversation good crack uh a lot of laughter uh these kinds of things especially for the for for the guys the girls do it in a slightly different way uh perhaps but but it comes to the same thing it's engaging with each other and 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 sort of 
enjoying each other's company and, and uh, uh, having a bit of a laugh as we go. Mm, so, but, and of course, but, but, there's all sorts of other stuff that you do while you're, uh, it, generally speaking, in those kind of environments like singing and maybe a bit of dancing and, and perhaps a bit of eating together. All these things help to build uh, a kind of close and, and more intimate friendship. Mm. Now, that, that that requires, though, an investment of hours and days and weeks and months. So, so it, realistically, there is only a limited amount of good quality friends we can have. That, I'm afraid, is, is uh, uh, the, big, the big story here. <laughs> because, obviously, if you had uh, 100 friends or 1,000 friends, you'd be living in Nirvana, probably. Yes. <laughs> aside from accidents on, on the way back from the pub. Um, you know, you, you'd be incredibly healthy and incredibly happy. Um, but the reality is, in order to make a friendship work at that level and give that kind of sense of intimacy and, and, and you know, sort of uh, engagement with the other person, you have to invest a lot of time. And, and that comes something in the order of uh, about 30 minutes a day on average. So, you know, you can top that up over the week and that means spending the whole of Friday evening in the pub together. Mm. Um, uh, so we're talking about, you know, sort of, I don't know, two, two, two to three hours a week probably is it would be about right. Um, and if you don't keep that up, the quality of that friendship will very slowly but steadily decline and, and um, drift away to nothing really if you leave it long enough so it takes that takes about two or three years of not seeing somebody so you know if, if one of your mates goes off to Thailand for the rest of his life never to be seen again um, you know uh, that friendship will eventually become what we might think of as an acquaintance you know somebody mm. I once knew but you know, I haven't kept touch with really uh, since he disappeared off into the unknown uh, but, um, that would, but, but that would also imply we have kind of, if you like, different layers of friendship that, you know, there might be a small intimate group, there might be people that you really like and you regard as a friend, but you see once a week at your ballroom dancing classes or whatever, or people from that you went to college with that you might see every six months. <laughs> I'm getting a very good impression of your social life. Oh, it's sure. mad altogether. My <laughs> feet are tapping as we speak. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, if you think of our social world, the world of of our friends and family, extended family that we, you know, forms our natural social environment. It actually consists of a series of layers. So you have this very intimate layer of about five people in the center of your social world. And you devote about 40% of your total social effort to those five people. They really are very expensive. We tend to refer to those as the shoulders to cry on friends because they're the ones that are going to drop everything when your mm. world falls apart. In, yeah, yeah, well, to, to, to give you a further insight, Robin, uh, uh, my definition is uh, a close friend is someone who will help you bury a body. Yes. <laughs> That's the ultimate test, really. <laughs> I haven't put them to the test. I just want to point that out for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to remember that one. That's a very good definition. <laughs> Um, but outside that layer is a sort of second layer, which includes another 10 people. So it's kind of making up 15 people altogether. And that's been known for a long time. It's been called the sympathy group. Um, and it, 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 it's kind of defined as the, all the people who, you know, if they died in the normal course of life um, uh, tomorrow, you'd be 
pretty upset about. Um, you know, it, it's, mm. it, it, you know, you'd shed a few tears over over those folk. Whereas out beyond that fifteen layer, um, you know, your general friends that that run out to about one hundred and fifty people altogether. Um, you know, you would you wouldn't have such emotional upset if, if they died. So that makes a, a real distinction there. But those. Um, that particular layer has often been identified as the explanation for why most team sports, um, you know, have team sizes of somewhere between 11 and 15, something of that order. Why juries tend to be about 12 people. Lots and lots of examples of this kind where if you need to kind of work closely with people in some way and really understand how they tick, um, then 15 seems to be an upper limit, and it uh, seems to be an upper limit in the business world as well. Mm. Do we tend to be friends with people like ourselves? We do have a very strong tendency to prefer people who are very similar to us. It's, it's what's technically known as homophily, uh, meaning love of the same, as it were. And, and um, again, this is something we've only discovered, really, although obviously in some sense we've kind of intuitively known about it for centuries probably but it's only sort of we've only become aware uh, of just how strong this effect is in science in the last 15 maybe 20 years at the most Um, but it turns up all the time people just prefer people who are the same gender as they are the same age as they are the same ethnicity as they are the same religion as they are the same personality as they are and then a bunch of things which we call the seven pillars of friendship which are essentially markers of the community you grew up in. Um, And they're cultural, they're things you learn, because they're things like your dialect, for example. And I think the answer to a lot of these, what they're kind of all pitching at, both the ones that you can't do anything about because they're just part of your biology, and those, the seven pillars, which you can, Mm. and you can change over the course of a lifetime maybe, is they all kind of make it easier to have a conversation and and a laugh with somebody because you don't have to explain the joke to them. They just Mm. know it. You know, they, they know, they recognize what the punchline is going to be even before you get there because they know what jokes look like in your sort of little community. So this is kind of important for the dynamics of relationships, but one can see it immediately what the downside is, and that's echo chambers. I'm yes, afraid. of course. Uh, and yes, <laughs> so true. Robin, lovely to talk to you, uh, and thanks very much for uh, doing so uh, today. That was uh, Robin Dunbar there. The name of that book is Friends, Understanding the Power of Our Most Important Relationships. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.